Welcome to Now Plus, just the clap. I am Deb, and the gentleman sitting next to me who recently accused me of playing Ingress or having sex when I wasn't answering his phone calls is Doug. I also said, I also acknowledge that you were sick. No, no, you said I was sleeping, which was true. Oh, sleeping, yes. I was sleeping, sleeping because I was sick. Sleeping, fucking, or defending portals. Yes. Like I said, no, is I was... It, I'm sorry, is it portals or portholes? Portals. Portals, okay. No, I'm not looking out a fucking window on a ship, Doug. That's a nautical term. The scuttlebutt, which is actually a scuttlebutt because we're on a ship and not just gossip. Poop deck. Poop deck. Because I'm a giant 12-year-old. Moving on. You okay there, Doug? Poop deck. You know, I should actually probably look up the origin of that term. No, we've had enough, we've had enough history time with Deb on the last show. What do you mean? Uh, 23 skidoo. Oh, yeah. Well, you missed it last night when the non-turn and I were looking up the origin of the term kerfuffle. Oh, it's a right kerfuffle. Like I said, you know who, you know who which tw- is funny because I knew the origin of foobar, but I didn't know the origin of kerfuffle. Um, the first time I heard the word kerfuffle was Little Britain, and it was, do you remember Jen? Uh, 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 Jen Bashore, uh, the one that uh, our mutual friend Michael has the child with. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jen got me into Little Britain, and there was, like, a line from, uh, it was, I can't remember the character's name, but it's, uh, not Matt, is it Matt Lucas is the, is the fat one? I hate to say that, but, like, the fat one with the alopecia? I'm not 100% sure. Um, but he plays, like, a, a guy in a wheelchair who's not really crippled, but he makes his friend think it. And, uh, and he goes, oh, you know, if we, you know, get you into the swimming pool, and you don't want to be in the swimming pool, it's going to be a right kerfuffle. And I laughed so hard. At the term kerfuffle. Yeah, like I said, we were looking up the origin of the phrase kerfuffle because... God, what was I... I don't like it. No, I don't remember what I was reading. It was something about... They used both the word foobar and kerfuffle. And like I said, I knew... Interesting. Like I said, I knew the origin of the term foobar. It's a military term, which means, like, fucked up beyond yeah, all, all recognition. Reason. Well, I say And reason. fugazi is a, medi- is a military term as well. Yeah, but like I said... British military. But I didn't know that the origin of the term kerfuffle... Because apparently I have to look up this kind of crap. Britishisms? Just, well, the origins of weird phrases, like 23 skidoo. And house on fire. Well, that was me. Well, it was also um, safe as houses, you know, stuff like that. Well, safe as houses is, is you know, yeah, is, is realty, and then sound as a pound is, is, yeah. Well, safe as houses basically boils down to land being the best investment. Yep. They're not making it anymore. Lex Luthor. There, there. So, as as previously mentioned, Deb is sick. Deb has been sick since, oh, I don't know, forever. Not forever. You weren't sick last week. I caught the plague. I had a terrible cold. As previously mentioned, humans are gross. Nothing pretty about the human body. So, basically, I've just been sleeping a lot. So, unfortunately, I do not have a whole lot of new input for this week. I was in bed by 10 o'clock on New Year's. I was up till midnight, but I was dicking around on my phone playing Eternal Warriors 3 and Clumsy Ninja. No, no, I was awake around midnight because I heard all the idiots at the bar across the street cheering and there were a bunch of fireworks, but I was, you know, half asleep in bed with the third man in my life, Trogdor, my cat. (laughs) Who's first is fiancé? My second? No, John Jameson is second. Okay. Really, Doug? Really? Alright, no, fair enough. No, no, you're somewhere around my friend I'm Tony's. I'm in the top five. You're so, actually, rounding out the top five, it would probably be my friend Tony's Triumph Bonneville motorcycle, you, and my cat Sasha would probably be number six. An honorable mention if we were going to go top five with the ball. Okay. Like I said, Michael's somewhere on the other side. He's, I wouldn't give him a number, he's just kind of there. Does that make sense? He's one of those imaginary numbers. He'd be like like kerfuffle teen. He'd be like 1.5, you know what I mean? Alright, alright, yeah, he's fractional. Yeah, yeah. That sounds more insulting than meant to be. Yeah. Hmm. See, now... Not I'm, marginalized. I'm, I'm tempted to make you, like, rank things in your life now. Well? Well, I'm guessing Sid would be the number one woman in your life. Yes. Mom would probably be number two. Um, yeah. Well, is your computer a girl? Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, yeah, it, it, it displaces mom, yeah. yeah. The computer, uh, yeah. 
I don't even have a name for it. I've had it for so long. No. Black Daddy? Ram-a-dam-a-dam. No, you can't do that because you told I told you that. I, that the, those lyrics have been changed forever to Swamp Donkey. All right. Yeah. Um, Sorry, Swamp Donkey. <laughs> but it is the new year. Yay. Yay. Happy New Year. Um, hopefully, um, based on the uh, Back to the Future movies, um, I imagine that uh, when Marty McFly went to 2015, um, that the hoverboards had been around for a little while. So you think maybe this so year? So I'm hoping this year, yeah, Mattel's going to release it. Is this the hoverboard year? Does Mattel still do stuff? Are they still a thing? Hot Wheels are a thing, right? That's them. I'm just, is Mattel still an entity, or do they get yeah. bought by something and just They're owned by... Else? Is it owned by Sony, which is really interesting? <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah, it's, it, you're either owned by Microsoft, Sony, or Clear Channel. Um, Disney. Or, oh God, yeah, Disney. Mm-hmm. Oh, huge news on the comic book front. Um, after many and many years, uh, probably over a decade, the uh, Star Wars franchise is uh, moving from Dark Horse to Marvel. What? What? Yeah, um, Marvel had Marvel had the Star Wars rights, I believe, in the early '80s. I remember the Star Wars Marvel comics um, hazily, um, and then it went to Dark Horse for a long while, where they really did build their own. They literally did build a Anna Seller. Uh, 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 insular. No, not insular. Uh, Anna. Uh, what am I thinking of? Uh, Anc- ancillary uh, universe. Uh, to George Lucas, um, and it's coming back to Marvel, because obviously Disney owns Lucas and Marvel. There's literally the the House of the Mouse is doesn't sweep the globe. It's no, it really God's does. in the I palm mean, of its hand. Let's hope it doesn't make a fist. Well, they're also the ones that change copyright law, so you can pretty pretty much renew copyright forever now. Yeah. I'm very sorry. My outside neighbors need to shut the hell up! I know, but they're talking about running out of scorpions. I'm kind of wondering what what prompted that. Don't really care. There's really no reason for them to be that loud outside my window. But they ran out of scorpions. Now I'm kind of interested. Like, did they have the boo box from Hook? What What was their New Year's like? Well, we're going to torture would-be pirates. Um, and then uh, have a baseball game, because that happens in movies. I'm sorry, are we, are we having a, uh... I'm counting to ten. <laughs> okay. I was, having, I was having another dead milkman uh, moment where it's like, get it, get it, catch it, got it, uh, moment, so... I'm counting to ten. Okay, we're fine now. I'm sorry, I already have a mild headache because of this cold. Ugh. Uh. Well, where do you, where do you want to start on the whiteboard? Uh, Let me be the distraction for once, or so. Ever. No, we're not done talking about the new year, two thousand thirteen versus two thousand fourteen. Well, you had you had a uh, the bright idea of talking about where we were a year ago. Yeah, here's the thing. I'm trying to remember New Year's last year, and basically remember it was roughly the same. Where I do the same thing almost every New Year's now, where I've realized. A long time ago, it is a terrible idea to try and go out and do something. So I always work on New Year's because I would much rather make some money and spend some time with my coworkers that I like instead of spending God knows how much money and going and hanging out with a bunch of douchebags. Not a nice way to talk about your friends, but all right. Yeah, it's not my friends that would be the douchebags. It would be the other people surrounding us. Right. So, you know, I don't know... Well, it's gotten way more popular, actually, now that I think about it, because almost everybody I know now opts to do the, the New Year's in, the small gathering, or the... We're getting to that age where... I don't even necessarily think it's that age, because I have younger friends that'll do the same thing, too, and they're like, yeah, I know, I don't really want to spend a hundred bucks and go to a club where it's going to be crowded and drunk and stupid. I think we're just going to have a few people over and get a few bottles of something. Yeah, and have a gathering. Yeah. Hmm. Although, frankly, I'm pretty sure that New Year's at my work this year was everybody passing around this terrible fucking cold at the midnight kiss. In lieu of champagne? Everybody will kiss and get the plague. How about some bacterial pain? Ah, you know, I never get to quote that movie in context. What movie? That was, uh, In Lieu of Pain. 
I'm sorry. In lieu of champagne. In lieu of champagne? How about some real pain? Hmm. That's inner space. That's been a really long time. Oh, I just got done talking about that movie a couple days ago at work. See, now I'm just thinking about the Venture Brothers. (laughs) No, it's when he starts slapping himself and he's like, ah, the Jack Putter machine. 100% efficiency. (laughs) No, 100% functional, or whatever he says. Fucking, I love that. Oh, God, I haven't watched Inner Space in forever. We might have to watch that. I might, yeah, we might have to do a, we might have to do a, a, a hold up throwback on that one. Oh, look, now my dick bag neighbors are going to be noisy inside. I hope you get herpes. Did so bad. Did you find bad. more scorpions? Really hope you get herpes. I like Winds of Change. Great, now I'm singing Someday Love Will Find You. Yes, I know that's Journey, but you said Winds of Change, and for some reason, Someday Love Will Find You popped into my head. All right. Break those change that bind you. Damn you, separate ways. <laughs> Never talk ill of Journey. Um, Steve Perry. Steve Perry. Steve Perry. You know what? I walked out of, this was months ago, I walked out of my apartment to go to the kind of communal laundry area. Mm-hmm. To do some laundry, and on the bulletin board that's there, somebody had just written Steve Perry. Nothing else, just Steve Perry. And of course, in my head, I went straight to basketball when they're trying to psych each other out. Steve Perry. Steve Perry. We said no more journey psych outs. No, he starts, uh, no more Steve Perry, he starts singing Sherry. I'll remember that to the day I die. Oh, basketball. You're working for this. Chicken poo? Feed. Feed. That fart? A highly underrated film. Yeah, oh yeah. What does it look like I'm doing? Making out with Victoria Silmstead? Uh, play Manny to the Year? Fuck! <laughs> Wake up, bitch. You're my new, new best friend. friend. He grabs him out of the drawer. And then he says, we go to the zoo. <laughs> does he say that? Yes! Oh my god, I never even noticed that. Yes, he says, are we going to the zoo? Oh, an infinite rewatchability on basketball. <laughs> which wasn't written by them. They didn't no, write it. Wasn't it was it was the Zuckerberg, uh, not, uh, the Zucker Brothers. Uh, same guys that did uh, Airplane and, unfortunately, Airplane 2. Um, and give a really, really, really great interview for the Nerdist. Did they? Oh, yeah. They did a great um, they did a great Nerdist episode. And they were talking about a show that they did called My Nose because they wanted to be noticed to read My Nose is Running. Ugh. Come on. Ugh. Come on. Ugh. So, yes, I think last year on New Year's I was doing roughly the same type of nonsense. I, I think that I, I feel like I did New Year's saying hey to a friend in a different job slightly down the street from my bar, but I was home pretty early, not dealing with it. I don't think, did I make any sweeping goals for 2013? Oh, I did. Sweeping declarations? It was not a sweeping declaration, and Beercules did not make an appearance. Okay. Beercules. Marshall versus the machines. Oh man, see Deborah. Put a pen in that. That's gonna be a, later with a, on. Like I said, Deborah with a cold is even worse than uh, Deborah scattered and tired and amped on Red Bull. Yeah, oh, God, yesterday. Yeah. No, Deborah with a cold is just—it's making me dumb. My my bartender walked in the other day and he he's holding two plates. He's like, "Hey, can you wrap this up and put this in the walk-in for later?" And I look at the plate of fries in his hand. I'm like, "Yeah, but they're not gonna be any good." He's like, "What?" I'm like, oh, you meant the other plate in your hand. The one that it makes complete sense to wrap up and put in the walk-in for later. Not the plate of fries. Like, I was just making every dumb assumption you could possibly make yesterday. If there were two options, I would make the stupid one. I call that every day I work. No, Um, it's it's not normally that bad. It was just one of those... The cold has taken over my brain. You have cold brain, that's fine. Cold brain. Oh, no. She's got cold brain. The cold brain. Um, this is the first year, I didn't even think about this until uh, we were just talking, uh, this is the first year I broke tradition. What was tradition? Uh, drinking a bottle of Boone's Farm on, on, on cool. New Year's Eve. Ah, I'm glad you broke that tradition. No, it's a tradition, goddammit. Um, so I didn't do that. Um, couldn't do it, and I'm hoping to bring it back next year. I'm bringing, uh... Bring Boone's Farm back? Yeah. Did they still make Boone's Farm? Yeah. That's so odd to me. Well, what happened was, it was around the holidays when I was oh, no, in no. my... 
was going to say, I know that used to be pretty prevalent. I just didn't realize they still well, it's I think it was in my very early 20s where um, I went to like a family party and they said, well, you know, bring a bottle of something. You brought Boone's Farm. And I brought Boone's Farm. And my cousin was like, are you fucking out of your mind? Are you still in high school? And I'm like, I don't know what wine, good wine is. Like, I don't know. You like Boone's Farm? So, um. It's almost as bad got, as I got, a I got, box of wine. I got, <laughs> friends say yeah. Um. So I got sent back home with it, and I left it at my mom's, uh, and like around that Christmas, so it must have been like Thanksgiving that I brought it, and at Christmas my mom's like, I'm not going to drink this, I don't even know what it is, uh, just take it with you, and on New Year's Eve I ended up drinking it, and I was like, this is going to be my tradition, and then I started dating a girl whose tradition was to drink the cheapest pink champagne on the planet. Actually, I have a few friends that have the tradition of drinking a bottle of champagne from the bottle on New Year's. Well, this is the cheapest pink champagne you can find, was her, uh, her that tradition. That sounds like a terrible hangover. Oh, God, it was horrible. And um, and we ended up combining, because it was like, well, you'll have that, and I'll have Boots Arms. So we kind of went on this weird white trash uh, oh, no, liquor hunt, uh, you know, um, between Christmas and New Year's. And uh, this year, you know, tradition was broke, so... Um, but I'm hoping to bring it back next year. Um, and uh, no, this this time last year I was I, I drank Boone's Farm. I did, um, and then Boone's Farm. I did, Governor. Why am I British all of a sudden? It's just the way you phrase it. I drank Boone's Farm. I did. Oh, I did. Back when I were a lad. Um, when you're a little Dickensian orphan. Yeah, back when I was. Uh, please, I may have some more Boone's Farm. Dickensian. Oh god, my god. Hold on, I gotta say, oh. I don't even care if she listens to it. I worked with a girl who didn't know the word definitive. Now, I don't blame her. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. I don't blame her for not knowing Sisyphusian. Oh. Sisyphusian feet. High five, that's right, I used it correctly in a sentence. Sisyphusian feet? Yes. Oh, F-E-A-T, yes. Yeah. Um... I don't blame her for not knowing. That's a very obscure word. It's not used in everyday conversation. Well, and, and here's the, yeah, that, that, in that context, like, and then she went, what does that mean? I went, well, like, Sisyphus. Always eternally rolling up the Yeah, the, 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 the ultimate act of futility, and she went, I don't know, and I went, well, fucking read a book and walked away. Um. Read a book. Read a book. Um. <laughs> moving on. Um. Around this time, I I was you know in in a toxic relationship, um, and over the last year, I got the help I needed to not be in toxic relationships anymore. Hopefully, and is that why we can't be together? No, that that, that was a joke, Doug. That doesn't require a serious answer. That doesn't require a serious answer. Well, that's good because I was gonna go off on the eating your cousin's pussy joke. But anyway, um. It's like light beer. Sure, it tastes the same, but it's still wrong. Ow! I just hit you with the whiteboard for that. <laughs> um. I want to hit you some more with the whiteboard for that. It's a good line. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Happy New Year. <laughs> um. So, anywho, uh. So, 2014, I'm really looking forward to, um, I think 2013 was a low point in my life, but it was my year for emotional growth, um, and discovery, and reconciliation, and I think 2014 is going to be, uh, a good year for me, uh, using that, that growth as a, uh, springboard. I think it's going to be awesome. As well as, you know, everything that we've been talking about. Uh, going, oh, next year, next year, uh, with the network, next year, next year, um, well, it's, it's here, and we're gonna start doing stuff. Oh, God, let me get well before we start talking about it, I'm tired just thinking about it. Whatever, I'm gonna have to do most of the work for it, I don't know why you're... Being creative is tiring, Doug. You don't have to tell me. We all know that I'm the sparkle. <laughs> you're the grunt work, I'm the sparkle. Mm. You're the sparkle like goddamn Twilight is what you are. Um, so, 
lucky for us, it is the new year, which means da 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 da, da return of new shows. Yes, this winter hiatus is over. Yay! Thank God. Shows that are coming back. Um, they haven't come back yet. They'll be back next week. But we're doing. Uh, you've got the 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 rest of the season of How I Met Your Mother. Yep. Uh, Arrow's coming back. Okay. Um, Walking Dead in February. At midnight. Uh, at midnight. Thank which you. We're both ecstatic about. Cannot wait. That, Two more days. That is, that is literally the best way to end my day. I will come home. I sit down to an at midnight. I have a cocktail. I go to bed happy and laughing. Yep. It's it's fantastic. I was gonna say, and we got our community fixed. And community is back. It it came back this week uh, or last week at time of recording. Oh Jesus, I'm going the damn mode. Um, dun, dun, dun. Community is back uh, with a. It, they showed a double header. It was two episodes. Um, you and I started watching the first episode. We didn't get to the end of it, and we didn't get to the second episode, which um, really does tout the return of uh, Dan Harmon. Um, it's a community college. They have classes like the history of ice cream. Only I was gonna say only two more diabetes-related deaths, and we're all in. And hot on the heels of the "Who's the Boss" episode. Um, oh, Danny Pudi, you're such a fucking genius. Oh, just wait, because, and you haven't seen it yet. Abed decides to enroll in Nicolas Cage, good or bad. That's the class, and it's and it's taught. By Garrity, the teacher who was the drama teacher that was the conspiracy teacher that was really the... Oh. Yeah, he comes back as the teacher to... Never back into a guy's car. Don't offer to pay for it with acting. Acting classes. Are we still on for Thanksgiving? No, it wasn't acting classes. It's just acting. Acting. Prop guns, I was going to say, belong in the drama department. Um, so I'm not going to ruin anything on that because I really do want you to walk in cold yeah on that one um but i am excited for error to come back to just because they finally started building towards a lot of the main arcs of the season i mean you finally caught up you finally seen slade me, with the eye patch like i said it took me a really long and he says i want to put an arrow through his eye uh-huh. it took me a really long time just because i wasn't in the greatest mental space to watch arrow because i i love arrow but sometimes i just want to watch something funny and stupid which is fine Sometimes I just want to watch How I Met Your Mother and see Ted dressed up as Liberace trying to play a piano badly on an ice skating rink. And then try to ice skate. Didn't go well. No, it didn't. I still really want to go to the Liberace Museum in Vegas. Sorry. You can watch Michael Douglas fuck Matt Damon. Behind the Candelabra. Mm-hmm. Best name ever. It's actually not a bad movie. Uh, now I heard it was an excellent movie. Yeah. I haven't gotten around to it yet. I'll put the non-turn on that. Like I said, he's right now upstairs playing Arkham Origins. Which, by the way, oh my god, WB Games, what the fuck were you doing? Like, how many of them shipped without a serial number attached? Fuck you. Fuck you hard. Yeah, yeah, I read about that. No, it was ridiculous. I mean, how fucking careless can you possibly be? Especially with people that have no qualms fucking slagging you on the internet. You know that their customer service actually has worse ratings than the KKK and Hitler? Wow, really? Yeah, Michael checked on it yesterday. Um, I think the problem with that was that WB Games jumped from Rocksteady to NetherRealm, which is not a bad company. Um, I really like NetherRealm. But this um, is a very, very specific thing that needed to get done, which is integral to a lot of the gameplay. Yep. And they couldn't fucking get it together? Unfucking believable. Yep. In the time of the internet, you can't do shit like that anymore. You know what? If you're not ready, release it late. Well, and they had and they had issues with that on um, Arkham City with um, some of the download codes for the um, the Catwoman DLC. Um, like wasn't like in the packaging, and they rectified it very quickly. Um, but I, I believe that to be more rock steady than WB. No, like I said, our non-turn had that issue yesterday, and he managed to rectify it. But 
they basically told him to send him a send them a picture of the game and the receipt, and they would get him a code within two to ten business days. Which is ridiculous. Didn't take him that long. I basically told him to get angrier. I told him to be what I refer to as quiet angry, the scariest kind of angry. <laughs> yep. When you get very quiet and very specific. And very yep. Which, yeah, no, quiet angry is much scarier than screaming angry. Absolutely. And especially if you're doing talking to somebody who's in customer service, quiet angry is much better because that way you're not yelling at them for something wrong. I think it conveys how frustrated you are with yep. the situation. Yep. Well, and being calm, uh, being uh, quite angry, like, you're not yelling and they're not going, and they're not saying, like, sir, you need to calm down. Like, you're not wasting the time. You're going, like, look, this is a problem. This needs to be fixed. Yes, we need to fix it. Then fucking fix it. Well, you don't swear at them either. No, that's true. You never swear at customer service. That's not true, but okay. Over the phone. You never swear at customer Correct. service over yes. the phone. Yes. That's what Twitter's for. <laughs> oh, let's see. I got the sick giggle. It's ridiculous. Uh, also, I will admit that I have not been sick enough to use my home remedy yet. And I'm on the other side of the sick, so I don't think I will. I've explained to you about the Dayquil smoothie, haven't I? No. So you take a blender full of ice, okay. and you add equal parts orange juice, cranberry juice, and Red Bull, and then you add a toast of the orange Kroger brand Dayquil and blend it all together. You're going to make it through your eight-hour shift of work, but you're going to feel like shit afterwards. Okay. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Everybody at my work is in various stages of the plague. I was going to say, I and I think our head bartender on, are on the way out the other side of it. Our uh, owner is also on the way out the other side of it, but we were smart enough to curtail our drinking and get a lot more rest. The original two that got the plague are still trying to work their way through it because they won't fucking stop drinking long enough to get well. One thing, yeah, that ruins your, that ruins your, uh... Well, your body's concentrating on processing alcohol instead of making itself well. Yeah, you fuck up your entire immune system. Like I said, no, I had a, you know, alcohol-free New Year's. Because, like I said, I was sick. All I wanted to do was, as, as I told a friend of mine, I'm going to go slip into a healing coma. Because all I do when I'm sick is sleep. Yeah, you sleep need the, you need the, the, the coffin from uh, uh, Star Trek 2 slash 3. Or, you know, the thingy that they were hooking all of the dark elves into in 4-2 to, uh, to heal. Yeah, but that implies they have, like, nodules like the Matrix. I don't watch the Matrix in every good the problem is, once I watch the first one, I feel obligated to watch the other two. And That's nobody really wants to no. do that. Yeah. Who doesn't want to see the sex-slash-underground club scene juxtaposition? Fuck. The part where the dude, like, flips his dreadlocks and the water-slash-sweat goes everywhere, and all I can think is, oh, oh. Gross. Exactly. Gah. <laughs> I guess threw up in my mouth a little. That's why I don't like dirty martinis either. Because of the Matrix. Yeah, they taste like tears or sweat. Dirty martinis. Yeah, yeah, yeah the brainy, yeah. 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 And people are always like, it's olive juice. No, it's not. It's salt water. It's olive sweat. Basically. It's veggie olive sweat. Olive juice, that's called olive oil, people. Uh, so you serve And you don't want to drink anything that Popeye's trying to fuck. Sweet Pea just came out of nowhere, too. That's not their baby. They found Sweet Pea. Yeah, it was a dumpster baby. No, they didn't find it in a dumpster. It was a dock baby. Oh, dock baby. Oh, that's sadder. Well, because you know anchor baby's an actual term. These babies as anchors? No, an anchor baby's when a Navy man would have a baby with somebody in a different port. Yeah, that anchors them. I, I exactly. see. Exactly, an anchor baby. I like my definition better. There's some... Did, I was going to say, God, what was the name of the game? You, you've gone to Homestar Runner and watched a bunch of the strong I'm, ads. Nah, right? I, nah, I'm not a huge fan of Homestar Runner. Anyways, but there's some game they were playing, and at some point you find this baby, and you have to throw the baby in the lake, and the, the baby comes out of the lake again holding something you need for the game. And I'm just like, why is it a plot point to the game that you have to throw the baby in a lake? Because what else you can do with babies? I like that you're the only parent between the two of us, and that's what you say. You raise them or throw them in a lake. You gotta teach them to swim sometime, right? 
and or get things that are plot points in games. Babies aren't like monkeys. They don't instinctively swim. I'll bet you they... Well, they, they float. Even when they're alive. Oh, this is getting worse and worse. So you've been watching Torchwood. <laughs> yes, I finally... I, I uh, After Time of the Doctor, I've been on such a... I want to watch more Doctor Who. I want more of that. That I finally broke down and I got all four seasons of... Would you um, like to say what the first thing you said to me about Torchwood was when I said you should watch Torchwood? I love John Berryman. Uh, that it's the, the angel, angel of, of Doctor, Doctor Who. Who. Um, angel has its place. Except for one season. Um, God, I hated that season so much. Once again, I just did, we've talked about it. We just didn't like the plot point of Connor banging Cordelia. Um, it's the same. It's 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 the Adam season. Now, on Buffy, had it you know been I mean? had it been what's his name, uh, uh, Vincent, weird last name, uh, no, uh, uh, Kath Kather Katherer or whatever. You know who I'm talking about. But he ends up uh, he ends up on Mad Men. Now, if it had been Mad Men, him fucking Cordelia, would have totally made sense. Oh, okay, yeah, no, no, I, I hated that plot point so yeah. much. They could have just. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. Okay. Anyways, moving on. Torchwood. Um, it didn't. It it didn't grab me at first. Um, I'm I'm well, kind of barreling almost, through like it. Like I said, like almost any series, it sometimes needs a little bit of time. Uh, the the ent- the entry point character of Gwen, it seemed really laying it on thick that she was the audience's entryway into this world. Um, though I do like, I didn't realize the. <laughs> One of the the snotty computer guy, I think, in Torchwood is the British um, scientist in uh, Pacific Rim. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was like, oh, there's that guy. But he's like, he uses like alien okay. pheromones that have three ways and shit on the first episode. Which I'm like, funny because his character in Pacific Rim is so straight laced. It's so prim and proper, yeah. He's and then very it's like, obsessed with numbers. He, and he sprays himself. Say, physically diminished since yeah. he's got you know the cane or whatever. But he sprays himself like an alien pheromone, and a girl just attacks him, and she's like, "I must take you home." And then the boyfriend comes up, and he's like, "Well, where are you going, with my girlfriend?" He's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know she was taken." And he sprays himself, and the guy goes, well, I must have you, and he goes, well, this is going to be a night. And I'm like, Well, that's one of Whoa. the recurring themes on Torchwood, though. Is, is that, that, that the, Captain Jack Harkness keeps saying, you've got to get over these, these preconceived, like, sex notions. And let's talk about Captain Jack Harkness. I love John Berryman so much. Berryman! Like I said, it's just, I, I swear to God, we're going to have to rename this podcast, Deb Loves John Berryman. Because everything he does, he has such a sense of humor about himself. He doesn't take himself seriously no, at all. No, he's great. But he's still an extremely attractive man with these fantastic actors who yeah. can play these imposing, scary fucking characters. And then Jack... Like Marvel, or I was going to say like Marvel on fucking Arrow, and you're just like, wow, he's kind of terrified. Who's Marvel on Arrow? What? What? Isn't that his last name? Merlin. Merlin. Why do I think Marvel? Huh. Weird, anyways, like I said, he plays Merlin and Aaron, and you're just like, wow, you're fucking scary. And then, you're fucking terrifying, Like yeah. I said, and then you hear an interview with him where he's talking about, you know, him and his boyfriend driving through somewhere, and there being a no-dumping sign, and you're laughing like an idiot. And then he shows his ass. Yeah. Because he always shows his ass, like, that's... And then, I was going to say, then he's on Attack of the Show, and they're looking at products, and there's pictures of dicks on him. And Matt Myra's drawing dicks on everything, it was the Black Friday, yeah. I was going to say, it's it's. I love you, John Berryman. Um, yeah, he's great, and he's on Nerdist BBC as well. And I mean, so I'm really, I really am getting my Jack Harkness fix. Um, it's it's all right. You can tell it's it has of Angel. Who else is on Torchwood? Oh, Spike. Yeah. Um, sorry, we had an Angel. Uh, uh, the internet told me I was wrong. I thought the uh, that's where we we're going. Um, oh, yeah. I, I haven't gotten there. Uh, I'm not anywhere near that. I think I'm only in the third or. Fourth episode of Torchwood. Just, just keep on powering through it, Hannah. I think, I think I'm gonna have to I power think, through at least the first in, season. Like I said, I think you're gonna fall in love with it. Um, I think that they have. Like, I think the third season is like super concentrated. The Children of Earth, where it's only like six or eight episodes, and they're, you know, it's pretty brutal too. Yeah, and I. So it's it's one of those. I think I just have to barrel through kind of the, like intro-y crap, and then it's like oh, and then it'll. 
pick up, I hope. Since it's been a year, it might be about time for me to watch all of Buffy again. That's not a bad yearly thing. I do it every year. Yeah, every year I watch Buffy. And there are, of course, parts of it that are better and parts of it that are worse. I mean, I have my standout favorite episodes. One of them being the uh, Zeppo episode. Oh, yes. I was going to say... I was going to say the Jonathan episode. The Jonathan... You know, it's weird. I was actually... That is a standout episode and kind of a shitty season. Uh, It's weird. I was kind of... Who was the big bad on that? That was uh, the Adams. Was that the Adam... That was uh, season four, that I believe. That was the initiative, yeah. Um, oh, fuck you, Riley. Um, poor Riley, man. No, not poor fucking Riley. He's a piece of shit. Um, Excuse me, I have a floppy drive on me. Thanks, oh, Adam. God. Here's the internet. So I'm pumping into my left boob. Um, so... What is something you have to watch yearly, though? Um, I'll probably watch... Um, Scott Pilgrim. Um, I have a friend that's going through a hard time, so I think on Monday, what's going to do, I'm going to have him over, and I'll make him some nice beef stew, and he and I will bag and board my comics and watch Scott Pilgrim and talk about nothing. Yeah. That's what I do. Um, no, but I, I watch Scott Pilgrim. Um, I'll probably rewatch. God, I'm trying to cycle through. Well, I mean, I've, I, I've, I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast, but uh, wanting to go on a Christopher Lloyd binge... And Aww. do the Back to the Futures and Clue and the Adams Family, not Adams Family Values. By the way, Back to the Future on Blu-ray is gorgeous. Is it really? Yeah. Does it make the fucking end of three better? I haven't watched the end of three on Blu-ray yet. Stupid I was a uh, train. Like I said, I was at my parents for Christmas, and we got my dad a bunch of Blu-rays. He loved Argo, by the way. Oh, Argo's great. So I got him Argo on Blu-ray, and we were watching Back to the Future on Blu-ray on his big fancy new TV that my mom won on that Sony run. Uh-huh. And it, it's just fucking gorgeous. Battle of Helm's Deep, as much as you hate Lord of the Rings. Now, do you remember the Doug Loves Movies category for that? No. Movies where actors from Lord of the Rings have sex, the Battle of Balls Deep. Which is funny, because a friend of mine actually made a joke about anal, referring to it as the battle for Helm's Deep. Wow. <laughs> Let that sink in, Internet. Let that sink in. So you saw American Hustle, too, though. I did. Um, it's really good. Um, Christian Bale, uh, Jeremy Renner, J- uh, J- uh, Jennifer Lawrence, and who am I forgetting in there? Uh, Brad- Amy Adams. Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Really? Yeah. Really? You're going to remember Jeremy Renner, but you can't say... Jeremy that. Renner did a great job. Um, Jeremy Renner, it's one of those things where I really love Jeremy Renner, but then he does things like Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunter and the new Born Legacy, which was really bad. You mean a, su- a quote-unquote super-secret agent with Down Syndrome? Because that's what happens when you fuck chromosomes. But like I said, it's just, Jeremy Renner, I really want to like you. I really, really do. But every once in a while, you make these movies that are just so terrible. The Born Legacy was god-awful. How about this? You know Michael You know Michael Caine. Stop making shitty movies. I'm really getting sick of your shit, Mr. Wayne. Um, I'm going to jump on a quick sidebar real quick. Um, I've been reading... Damn it, we haven't even talked about American Hustle yet, Doug. Okay, fine. Um... I really liked it. Um, we talked, I think, uh, last week about, um, before I saw it, um, about how hot I thought it was that Jennifer Lawrence was super trashy. Um, she's not only an amazing actress in this. Um, you also said she was really funny, too. She's really funny. If you've seen the movie, the science of scene. I don't want to ruin anything. Um, I, like everybody else, just love Jennifer Lawrence. She's but Christian hilarious. Bale's, I mean, just so sleazy and good in it. Doesn't he have kind of a comb-over thing going on? He's got more than just a comb-over. He puts a little, like, hair pad in Aww. there and comes it. Oh, oh, it's... And Bradley Cooper at the very beginning, not ruining anything. Like I said, is his hair as hilarious as I want it to be? Yeah, Bradley Cooper totally just goes, Oh, I'm sorry, am I annoying you? Like, I, I, am I bothering you? Because I know what I would do if I was going to bother you and then just fucks up his comb-over thing. Oh, Yeah, fantastic. like, um, Amy Adams is good. She has uh, an English accent for most of it because she's well, faking it, being like English. Like I said, isn't she faking the accent? Which is weird because the person she's based on is actually British. So it's like, 
why didn't you just make her English? Like, it, it was weird. Um, the I love how 70s, like, I would almost straight up call this a period piece because of yeah. how well done all of the styling on the film is. I would call this a period piece the same way American Psycho is a period piece because the styling is so fucking spot on. Okay, I guess I can agree with American Psycho being a period piece. Oh yeah, no, I mean spot on for all and of And Christian Bale as well. There you go. That's actually just a coincidence. I was more thinking of things that they did the styling spot on. Like, I hate to say this, but I mean, even to a certain extent, The Wedding Singer is kind of a period piece because of the styling in it. Yes, absolutely. Um, I remember seeing The uh, Wedding Singer and going, oh, the whole movie takes place in the 80s? I thought it was like... Just a gag. Just a flashback. Yeah, yeah like flashback humor. And then and The Wedding Singer, I think, that might be one I'd, I'd go back and rewatch to see if it holds up. I imagine it, it does. It does. It totally holds up. I had Take that. off my Van Halen shirt before you curse Place it the and they break thing, up. Curse the band and break up. No, it, it totally holds up. I have that as one of the VHSs that I'll fall asleep to. Mm-hmm. But um, his his band sidekick in there, being obsessed with Boy George, uh-huh. totally holds up. And there's the scene where they're trying on wedding dresses, and, um, God, what's the name of Ben Stiller's wife? Uh, um, Is it Christine something? Christine Taylor. Christine Taylor. She tries on the quintessential 80s wedding dress where it's the oh, short oh the Cindy Lauper Madonna thing well no because it's the short dress with the long kind of asymmetrical veily skirt yeah but it's really late I mean it's like very it's lace. and lacy yeah. yeah and she has on the Madonna gloves and all the yep. bangles but yeah like I said no American Hustle spot on period piece with all of the styling all the way down to the hair and the bathing suit they have Amy Adams in and a lot of the dresses and hairstyles they do with Jennifer Lawrence and yeah well and just the I keep saying science oven, but what it is is that one. Science oven. At one point, yeah, Jeremy Renner is trying to thank um, Christian Bale for setting him up with this um, investment opportunity, which is a con. Yeah. You know, walking into the movie. It's a hustle. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's American hustle. Actually, the original, the working, the original title of the movie was American Bullshit. Well, I'm glad they changed it to Hustle. Yeah, but um, and he goes, he goes, I got you something, and he opens the trunk. And uh, he goes, what is it? And he goes, it's this new thing called a microwave oven. You know, it they... cooks food with science. And they just keep calling it science oven the whole movie. That's pretty hilarious. But you know they make the microwave joke in uh, American Gangster as well. They do? God, I mean, it's not forever. Yeah, it doesn't have a lot of rewatching. Well, I'll ruin this because it doesn't, it doesn't ruin anything. But uh, 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 Spoilers, American Spoilers. Um, at one point, uh, Jeremy Renner tells Christian Bale, who then tells <coughs> tells Jennifer Lawrence, his wife, in the, in the movie, um, you know, oh, don't, put, don't put, don't put, don't uh, put, huh? I need a cough button. Sorry. No, no, it's fine. Go ahead. Um, don't put the right cough button in like a little sidebar because it's a really good thing. Um, that they go like, don't put metal in the, uh, don't put metal in the science oven. Don't put metal in the science oven. And the next scene, it's Jennifer Lawrence shoving a, like, tinfoil-covered thing that's in a metal container, and she goes, don't fucking tell me what to do, I'll do whatever the fuck I want, and then lights it on fire. Have Which, it is, a, it is a running gag in the movie that she lights things on fire. Awesome. After she makes, as her son calls him, after mom makes her a special drink, and then lights things on fire by accident, and I'm like, Okay, so it's beautiful. on by accident she lights things on fire. Oh, no, it's, it's accidents. It's just complete, like, just negligence and ignorance. Ignorance, yeah. It's just like, don't you don't tell, tell me what to, to do. do. I'm going to put metal in the fucking thing. Like, what's the worst that can happen? And then it explodes. I did once accidentally put a, a get-us glass that had a little bit of actual good foil, a uh, gold foil on it in the microwave. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. Ruin that glass. Yep. That was, that was an accident, though. I didn't do that. I thought it was fake. That's also microwaves, like, now, like... 20, 30 years ago, like, that could have been a radioactive catastrophe. Yeah. You have your own little three mile. <laughs> don't fucking tell me what to do. It's good. I mean, just no, that I just, scene. I love just, that. Don't tell me what the fuck to do. I'll do whatever the fuck I want. Metal in the microwave. <laughs> you know, I'd never speak ill of your father, but he's a sick bastard. <laughs> he's like, yeah, oh God, that's a great scene. He's a sick bastard. Don't say that, but yes, he is. <laughs> Um, oh, she's phenomenal in it. I just find it interesting that she she got her stardom doing Hunger Games, and then after that she goes on and does her Oscar-worthy role 
in the Silver Linings playbook. Same direct, the same writer director as. Um, I was gonna say, and then she has the next Hunger Games movie, which I really enjoyed. Are we forgetting Blue Naked movies? Well, that doesn't come out. Well, I wasn't. No, gonna it's talk already. About, I mean, first I class. Gonna, I wasn't gonna talk about first class. I'm so excited for Days of Future Past. Getting closer. Captain America's in three months. You know what I'm really excited for? That the new preview finally went up for, and you haven't watched it yet. I was going to make a joke about her being one of the women on my list. Veronica Mars! Veronica Mars. I watched the new trailer I last night, it and it looks awesome. And is, it's it, is it different absolutely... than the the like sizzle reel that they put out? Yes. Okay. And it looks, it's got everybody in the entire world that I wanted in it. And, I mean, Jerry what O'Connell. What about Steve Gutenberg? Like I said, Jerry O'Connell. Wait, what? Like, yes, looks like such a douchebag. Jerry O'Connell's in it? Playing Sheriff Lamb's brother, that's the new sheriff. It's fantastic. He looks. That like, is the best lazy writing I've ever heard. <laughs> like, like I said, no. He, I'm excited about it, but I'm like, that's eh, his brother. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, no. He has long hair in it and looks like such a douchebag. And I'm like, yeah, that seems like somebody who'd be Sheriff Lamb's brother. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, it looks fantastic. And I mean, the actor who plays Logan, whose name I can't think of right now. Ah. Internet correct us. I was going to say, looks exactly the same. Like, spot on the same. I guarantee you none of them have fucking aged except for... Actually, Piz looks a little bit different. He, he actually... Looks... I can see that. No, he looks like an adult now. I was going to say, he doesn't have <laughs> as much baby fat in his yeah. face now. His hair is different, and he's kind of bulked up a little. Like I said, he doesn't look like a surrounding college kid anymore, which is good. Right. I was going to say, the one thing that he I... He was dating date rape girl, right? No, honey. He's oh, no, they were dating... Mars, and they're Mars. still together in the preview. Okay. Like I said, no, it, it, it looks really... Weevil? We, no, I don't think he was in the... I don't think he was in the trailer, but I believe he's signed on for the movie. Okay. Poor Weevil. Poor, poor... Acne didn't treat him well. Whatever, so yeah, two, that wasn't three. acne. That was... Was that it was, that was some kind of Klingon disease. Oh. Sad. But yeah, like I said, you really need to watch I it. I, and that's, him, that's I think I saw out. him have Cumberbatch get the crap out of him in the last Star Trek. Like I said, that's coming out in March. <laughs> Veronica Mars. Is that really all the way like to March? Wow, they filmed that fucking quick. It well, was they just did it last over the year. summer. Yeah. They did it over the summer. Has it been that long since we've talked about the whole um, uh, uh, Kickstarter thing? Has it really been that long? Well, we talked about it when they put the first preview out. Well, I mean, but they're and not they they're not doing like... green screen special effects. I think I'm used to movies no, where it's like, said, no, they're doing is, them two years out. This is very straightforward. This yeah, isn't yeah. something they need to do a lot of post They make movies production. like that now? Like I said, they do, this isn't something they have to do a lot of post-production on other than editing and sound. Huh. You know, I mean, this isn't... Maybe you know, some explosions. This but... isn't Captain America. You will not talk ill of the Winter Soldier. I'm not talking ill of the Winter Soldier, but they needed a lot of time for post-production. For Captain America? Yeah. Oh, God, yes. Um, let, let us move on to the internet told me I'm wrong. Doug? Uh, you, yes, you the internet notes? told us we were wrong. And weirdly speaking, we'll bring up Star Trek. Um, <laughs> last week, we uh, had kind of an impasse where we could not remember. It was Wild at Heart by David Lynch. And then Angel Hearts was um, the Nicolas Cage movie, I believe. No, Wild at Heart had Nicolas Cage. I was going to say, Nicolas Cage is an angel heart. But we were we were confusing Wild at Heart with Angel Heart. Um, angel Heart. It's like, you know, the poor man's Jacob's Ladder. I love Jacob's Ladder. Um, because it's awesome. Ricardo Monteblan. Monteblan. Rich Corinthian leather. Not Monteblan. Uh, did I say Monteblan? You said Monteblan. It's Monteblan. There's no L. Amantaban? Yes. I've been, I've been pronouncing that wrong for years then. Um, so the guy from um, Fantasy Island. <laughs> the midget. Um, the plane. The plane. The plane. Tattoo. Um, Khan's chest was real. It was not a chest piece. They actually It's not had... like Captain Liberty's boobs no. in, in the tick life. No, that's actually how we brought it up, I believe. And uh, despite being, I think, in his late 50s? Like, he had an intense workout regime just on his own because I guess he had back problems. So he was always working out to keep himself, like, healthy. And that was, that's real. Khan's man boobs are real in a very positive way. But I could bounce a quarter off of that. I wonder if he could do the Terry Crews. Well, now it would sink into his rib cage. Aww. I wonder if he could do the Terry Crews and make him dance. Not anymore. 
Thank you, he's, Doug. I totally wasn't talking about heyday. He's making his con boobs dance in heaven. Um, what else do we have for the internet? And Boreanis's wife. I was asking that uh, that she, I thought she was on Bones. Her name's uh, Jamie Bergman, uh, and she's not on Bones, but she did appear on an episode of Angel, uh, specifically the Time Bomb episode, which is actually one of my favorites. Uh, the Time Bomb episode is the one where they finally depower, um, what's her name, Il- Iliana or... Um, Illyria? Yeah, it's yeah when Fred gets taken over. And remember her powers uh, keep forcing her to like move back and forth through time. Well, that's right, when she was jumping around and, yeah, and they figure out what was going and on. And she like kills them all and then like they jump back in time and Angel manages to stop them and they did power her. Um that like a is, I was gonna say like a nuclear bomb, yeah. Yeah. Uh his wife was on that episode. So I knew she was uh, on a show that he was on. Um I just didn't know it wasn't uh Bones versus um Angel. I've still been watching a lot of Bones. Phrasing. <laughs> Uh, so, mistakes I made this week. Oh, right there. <laughs> That's my sexy blues voice, right? Do I sound like Nina Simone yet? When you party no. with Deb, you're gonna lose your voice. Everybody loses your voice when you party with Deb. There you go. <laughs> uh, mistakes I made this week actually has to do with New Year's. And I always do a vague New Year's resolution, but it's not so much a New Year's resolution as just kind of laying out. I'm really good with routine, so it's more laying out a new routine for myself. Mm-hmm. And this one, I did a new routine when it has to do with my fitness, which also integrates into my playing Ingress. It has been fucking horrific for me with the cold to still go out and do all of my steps. And I keep telling myself, you know, if I don't do it on my worst day, why would I do it on my best day? But still, it has been pretty fucking terrible. Like, to the point where I'd stuff my pockets full of paper towels for snot rags. My nose has gotten so chafed, I'm actually peeling in the Hitler area. Because of my cold. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not good. So, like I said, apparently my New Year's, not so much resolution, but routine is the mistake I made this week. Yeah, I was going to start my exercise regime, and then just this whole week has been stress of the day job, and um, I haven't been sleeping well. Oh, I've been a... sleeping like fucking baby because of this cold. Bam! It's well, like that's because you're not having strange dreams about Bobby Moynihan directing the next Blade movie. True story. That was a dream I had. That sounds kind of awesome. It was. He played a... He came out as a werewolf. Um, of London? Sure. Did he have an accent? Like to meet his tailor. Awesome. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Damn it. Happy, happy New Year. Let's do uh, Warren Zevon references. <laughs> Roland Vedlis Thompson Gunner. Um, so, yeah, it just didn't happen for you? I just, I think this, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, my goal is to start this week. It's just been, lately, I've, I have not been sipping well. Um, I've, my brain has not turned off. I've been, something that you and I are gonna talk about off air, but, uh, might as well talk about it, uh, tangentially here. Um, brainstorming another new show, and just, the whole New Year, uh, you know, being like, oh, fuck, it's New Year's, and now all this, you know, doesn't necessarily have to happen all at once, but, like, it, it kind of like the dam broke on like, oh, it's, I'm holding off on a lot of thought process until 2014. It's like, oh shit, it's here. And now like, I need to like, it's like, I need like a mental save and go, okay, this has to get through, but not this. And da, 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 da. So my brain's been literally on fire. Um, it's so it's just, New Year's, so you kind of have to make a new mission statement for your life. I did. It was on dam and I'm going to focus on finishing things. Um, I have a habit of jumping from thing to thing to thing and sometimes finishing them, sometimes not. Um, I read a quote that I don't remember the exactitude of. Um, I talked about this on Dan, that uh, Dan Harmon had a really good quote about when you have an idea, don't talk about it. Because when you talk about it, people validate that you've got a good idea and you, like, you know, um, and you and I have done this. Um, oh, so much with uh, the double negative thing and it tricks your brain into thinking you you're making progress that you've yeah you've completed or you've made progress so i'm not going to talk too much about um some stuff but uh that's my goal is to focus on finishing things before i move on um i i I just make the notes for whatever i'm going to move on to Mm -hmm. that i think is okay Mm -hmm. that way i can just walk in and go okay here are my notes or here's this or that um but that's my big news resolution is, is not only the uh, uh, exercise regime, 
um, but uh, finishing things creatively. But um, to to jump, put my life back like together. I said, to jump back before we hit, hit social contract, I have to tell you, as I was doing my steps yesterday at fucking miserable, because it was windy and I'm still sick, and no matter how bundled up I was, I was still miserable. I was listening to Dam, and it was actually very comforting and calming just to have you kind of groaning on in my ear. I'm like, oh, Doug's here talking to me. I'm okay. Let's just keep doing this. <laughs> Let's listen to how his shit's going down. No, no, and it wasn't even necessarily that you're talking about. It was just, you know, the Doug in my ear. Everything's okay. Well, I'll, I'll give you fair warning. Uh, the episode that goes up, this will go up uh, Wednesday, the following Friday. That one gets a little real. Are you, are you going to cry a little? I, I end on kind of an emotional down note, and it was like, this is going to be a short episode because this is where I'm going to end. And By the way, is... I do like the fact that you have quote-unquote house clothes because in my head you're totally wearing your murder slippers and little dressing gown. That's... Oh, fetch me my murdering slippers. But like I said, no, that's your house clothes to me is like the Vincent Price walking around the manor clothes. Like a, clothes. Smoke, a yeah, smoking, smoking jacket, jacket and murdering slippers. And an open, like an open, like an open button-up with collar. Yeah, mm. that's that's your house clothes to me. I'm sure it's like like t-shirt and workout shorts. It's, still. I will, I, uh, workout shorts in the summer. Uh, in winter, it's I've got a pair of blue and a pair of gray uh, sweats. The gray sweats I own are actually my grandfather's that I just took, and I still Ooh, have vintage. them. <laughs> Very vintage. Um, and then uh, I, uh, in the summer, I wear uh, a Seraphim Shock t-shirt I cut the sleeves Aww. off of. I still have it. You know we're going to have to take a picture of you in your house clothes now. And, uh, put it up. and then in winter, uh, it's a long sleeve suffocation t-shirt. Which is funny, because Deborah has kind of two versions of the house clothes. If it's house clothes and the non-turns over, then it's a pair of, um, like, girls' gym shorts and a Cheetos t-shirt. That's right. I had a fat kid Cheetos t-shirt. And if it's by myself, it's just a giant fluffy black robe. That's Deb's house clothes. Okay. Or nothing at all. I have a robe, but I barely wear it. Oh, I wear my robe all the time. No, I don't. I totally wear my robe. That's It's always wake up throwing the sweats in a, in a suffocation shirt and... Well, with me, it's probably it's it's the boy versus girl thing because what'll happen? I'll take a shower and I don't want to get dressed in my clothes until my hair is dry, and so I'll put on the robe while my hair put on the robe while my okay, hair is yeah. drying. Okay, yeah, yeah. And even when I don't shave my head, I don't have that much hair to dry. No, exactly. So. Well, my hair doesn't take long to dry anyways because it's so fine, but still. Uh, social contract asshole. So fine. <laughs> social contract asshole. This has happened. Every year, I'm sure, but every year since I've been 19 and been living in the city, New Year's is one of those amateur baller holidays. What? Okay, what? One, I just started singing Fear in my head. Uh, ah, I love living in the city. Yeah. And two, did you just say ballers? No, I didn't. What did you just say? What are you talking about? You said it's what kind of holiday? An amateur bar holiday. Bar holiday. Immature ballers holiday—that's hilarious. Well, I think it's like that it's about t- immature ballers, and I'm like. That would totally be hilarious when I'm talking about fucking Lodo and New Year's. Yeah. But no, it's a, it's an amateur bar holiday. There's so no ballers, motherfucker. Every New Year's Day, when I walk into work, because I always work New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, it doesn't bother me. It's always vomit everywhere. Always, it's just horrible. I'm just like, really, people, really, that's. That's how we're going to ring in the new year. You're going to go out and get so fucked up you don't remember the end of the night, get in fights with your friends or significant others, throw up in a public place, go home, be so hungover the next day that you break Can't your new year's... Can't spell ring without some part of binge. Exactly. Like I said, go home and... I was going to say, be so hungover the night before you immediately break your new year's resolution and eat the most awful fucking shit possible. Mmm, pizza. I was thinking more like, you know, a bunch of greasy bacon sandwiches and whatnot. Now I want pizza. You dick. But yeah, it's just... Scottish, fry something. Keep it together, people. Bacon's rubbish. Social contract, asshole. Don't vomit on the street. There are a few exceptions, like if you're pregnant or have food poisoning. That's okay to vomit? In public. How often do you see pregnant women vomiting in public? Once. Well, that's not a, that's not a benchmark. I'm just saying, those are the exceptions. Because, I mean, the one and only time I've ever vomited in public, I had food poisoning and my boss was forcing me to come into work. And I threw up at a bus stop and it was terrible. Yeah. Oh, that's a lie. I did throw up in a snowbank once. Just to see what it looked like? No. 
I was, it's always carrots. Like I said, I was sick. It was rice. Oh. <laughs> I know, it was terrible. But luckily it was a snowbank, so I could just put some snow over it. Oh, you're a better person. I would have been like, there you go. Oh, no, it was right in front of the mining curse on I, Broadway, in, in the, too. In, in, the, in the darker days of, of Doug drinking, I would just do that, like, just puke it about stuff and go, well, there it is. No, that's such a dick move. No, it was right in front of that mining curse on well, Broadway, I would... and I threw up in that snow bag and covered it up and then sat with my head between my knees for five minutes before I could get up and go to work. Ouch. Um, I made it. Mine uh, is not vomit physically, it's vomit uh, verbally. Uh, you know that I'm on social media way more than you are. You mean at all? Yes. And um, we all know I don't social media just because I would say horrible well, I things only to have people three and I don't Facebooks, need... two, one and a half Twitters. <laughs> this is and this is before the big social media push at work. So Oy. I'm about to yeah. Uh, I will effectively be the internet for a long time. Um, but I literally, I log on to Facebook just to see people at midnight tell you the resolutions they're not going to stick to. Um, and I'm, I'm realistic. I don't know if I'll stick with the, the, the exercise thing. I lost a lot of weight watching my cal- uh, calorie intake. Why don't I take some measurements on you and I'll shame you into sticking to your exercise regime. We've talked about the baby bump watch and that was enough shame. Um... <laughs> Well, you don't remember it. I do. Um, I feel bad about that. No, it was really funny. Um, it's going to be a soccer player. <laughs> he wasn't kicking. Are you sure? Yes. I had a stillbirth food baby. Doug, finish up your thoughts so I can go to the bathroom. Who's that knocking at the door? Why, it's our supervillain friend of the show. Okay, Simon. Do you mind answering a few questions for us? So, Simon, tell me how you feel about tolerance needed in our current politics with so many hot-button issues. Really? You think that's the most important thing? Money. All right, then. So you think Miley Cyrus could solve all of it? Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening to the BACN, your home for almost bacon and banjo!